Welcome to the Mama Truth Show, where soulful mamas embrace the whole truth of the messiness and magic of motherhood. Check us out at mamatruthshow.com. Here's your host, Amy Ehlers, the Wake Up Call Coach. Hello, mamas, and welcome to the Mama Truth Show. It's Amy Ehlers here. Now, you might be noticing a difference in the sound quality if you are listening on iTunes or just on the audio player, and that is because I'm actually in Hawaii right now at the beach. And I was just finishing up a morning run and walk on the beach and felt inspired to do this video about the biggest lessons that I've learned from doing the Mama Truth Show race relations series um so if you're hearing waves in the background that's why and normally i have my awesome mic and i don't have that with me so you might hear wind you might hear waves you might hear all sorts of things and i apologize for my sunglasses being on but it's super bright out here so this is me today all right so wow i don't know if you have had a chance to listen to all three of the mama truth show interviews the last three um but it was really amazing. We had Erica Gordon, Cara Wright, and Desiree Attaway giving some incredible feedback, incredible learnings, incredible teachings, um, and just telling the truth about their experience as black women, as moms, and as human beings, because I really do believe we're all in this together, regardless of the color of our skin. But I wanted to share with you today some of the things that I personally really learned um, doing these shows. And here's, here's the other thing just before I go on, I wanna say, um, so the actual series about this is over, but that is not the end of the Mama Truth Show or me talking about Black Lives Matter, talking about the differences in our cultures um, and how we can have conversations with our children because I think this is an ongoing conversation that we need to be having in our families and by moms like all of you that are listening having these conversations and being brave about it no matter what the color of your skin is I know we we'll really make a difference in the world so I just want you to know I'm not leaving this topic altogether I actually have a couple of amazing experts and I'm also really trying to pay attention to inviting guests on the show that are of different backgrounds than me because as I was looking at the Mama Truth Circle Facebook group, I was noticing that it's largely white moms. And I love you white moms, don't get me wrong, I'm a white mom just like you. And I really want this group to be culturally diverse and to ha bring in different perspectives. So that's just an invitation to all of you to open up your arms, open up this group, and do whatever you can to really help this group become even more diverse than it already is. Okay, so lesson number one. The first thing I have to say is I did not realize how completely naive and out of touch I am. I feel like I live in a bubble here in the San Francisco Bay Area, not here in Hawaii, but here in the San Francisco Bay Area, I feel like I live in a bubble. And I, I live in a very, very, very liberal area with a lot of diversity and Still, there's a lot of racism that exists in the San Francisco Bay Area, I'm not saying that. But for me personally, when I heard some of the stories that these moms have told on the Mama Truth Show about their own experiences or their children's experiences, I mean, hearing that on the football field, Erica's son was being called the N-word, I was like, I'm sorry, what year is this? Like, what is happening? 
I could, I, like that floored me, that astonished me. And I realized how naive I am about racism and how naive I am around how, just how much training we all need and how much diversity education needs to be a part of our school system. Just putting a whole bunch of kids together from different backgrounds does not mean that we're appreciating and celebrating diversity the way that we should. So that's one of the first things I learned that I am very naive about what's going on and it really opened my eyes. It was a true wake up call for the wake up call coach. The second thing is I learned so much about white privilege and about all of the things my entire life as a white woman, I have enjoyed that I was not even conscious of. Um, so I did, I read so many articles. I watched so many videos. I, I just really immersed myself um, in educating myself more. And I have so much more to learn and so much more to do. And I have a stack of books that I want to read. You know, Desiree really challenged all of us to read for the next six months only people of color's books, which I think is amazing. And um, I have actually a whole stack of books that I'm going to be reading um, in the upcoming months. So yeah, I just, and I think the more I learn about people's experiences, the more I'm like, oh my gosh, like that, that would not be my experience. Like if I got pulled over from the cops for being a woman, like if I could tell that they were harassing me just because I was a woman, I would be floored. I would be like, what? And I would feel such a sense of entitlement. Like you cannot do that to me. What are you doing? And this happens all the time to people of color in our society. And I just was really floored by how much um, privilege, conscious and unconscious, that I've been given because I am white. So that was a huge lesson for me. And then of course, white fragility. I had never heard that term before doing the Mama Truth uh, race relations series. My husband was reading an article and showed it to me. And um, then we had a car and I had a great conversation about it. And I realized that I fall into that category. I realized that I am fragile and that I think because these were not conversations, it was like we just didn't talk about race when I was growing up. It was like, the, you know, the only thing was, yes, we're all equal. Like I definitely was raised in a household that was about love and about um, inclusion, but we didn't have conversations about race and hard conversations and uncomfortable conversations about race. And I don't think it, many people did when they were growing up. Um, and so we are fragile. We are like, it is so uncomfortable for most white people to have conversations about race. And because we're so fragile, it means we avoid the conversation. And I experienced this so much while doing this series. Okay, mama, sorry about that. I my phone ran out of storage right in the middle of my video. So of course, white when I was talking about being a fragile white person, so there you go. So, okay, I'm gonna have to edit these together, but yeah, I just did not realize how fragile I am and how fragile most white people are. We don't like having uncomfortable conversations and who would, right? It's easier to avoid it, but if we want to create change, we need to have those uncomfortable conversations and we just have to get over it. We have to get over being so fragile about it. So that's the second or the third lesson rather that I learned. And then, you know, the fourth thing that I'll say that I learned um, as I've been having more and more discussions, so I, I don't think I've shared this much on the Mama Truth show, but my husband, Rob, his mom was a foster mom for special needs children. She had 83 children that came through her house at one time or another, including um, four children that are still in our lives. They're adults now, but they all have special needs and mental disabilities. Um, well, three, two, two have very strong mental disabilities and one has some physical and some emotional and then, you know, what have you. 
and a lot of those kids were African-American. And so my husband and I had some incredible conversations and I learned so much about for him growing up, you know, part of having foster kids is that you use food stamps and he would go to the store with one of his siblings, um, his foster siblings that was of a different race and looked totally different than, with, than him with food stamps. And he would just get so much glaring. And, you know, people would say that his mom was an end lover and all that kind of stuff when he was growing up. And I learned so much about his childhood, even more um, from the conversations about race. And, you know, we have four of these foster brothers and sisters still in our lives. And one right now is having some housing issues. And she is a disabled black woman. And it is crazy how hard and difficult it has been for her to find housing. And I just know that some of that has to do with the color of her skin and her disabilities. You know, as Rob said, it's like, you know, we just, we try to protect them so much and help them as much as we can, but it's, it's an interesting situation and it's intense. So I learned a lot about that. And I think the final thing is I also learned that there is so much hope for this changing. The more we can have these conversations, the more we can learn, the more we can educate ourselves about different people's experiences and have compassion for it, the better. So I hope that you found it hopeful. I hope you found it educational. I hope that it was confronting to you in some way, shape or form so that you can create change in your own life. And I would love your feedback as always. You can always email me. You can always post on the Mama Truth Circle Facebook group. Just always love hearing from you. And thank you so much for all of you who've commented, who've shared the videos and who also um, have you know, written your opinion. And I'll just close with saying that I believe every single one of our lives matter. Absolutely. And the reason that I'm saying Black Lives Matter is because I believe that as a society, as a whole, we're not acting like it. And when you look at the statistics and you look at what's been happening to um, the African-American community in American society, it is absolutely outrageous outrageous to me what is happening. So when I say Black Lives Matter, I mean we need to start acting like it in a big way. And not just black lives, but people from all cultures deserve to feel like they matter. That's what America makes America great, in my opinion, is for us to celebrate the diversity. So that's what I mean. And it doesn't mean that I'm against police officers. I know some incredible police officers. And it's not about hating on the police or hating your brother who's a policeman. It is not about that. And it does not, certainly does not mean that with shootings that have occurred with police officers have been horrifying to me and are not okay with me. And I would think that that would go without saying, but I'm saying it anyway. So that's my big fat opinion. That's my truth here on the Mama Truth Show. All right, darlings. With that, it's Amy reminding you to embrace the messiness and the magic of motherhood until next week where I am going to be talking about the power of sisterhood with special guest Gervais. So stay tuned for that next week. Aloha from Hawaii. Thanks for listening, mamas. Did you know that Amy has a new ebook out? It's called Sacred Self-Care for Moms. Seven Steps to Nurturing Yourself so you can be the mom you were born to be. And you can receive your free copy by going to sacredselfcarebook.com. 
That's sacredselfcarebook.com. And please don't keep the Mama Truth Show a secret. The biggest compliment you can give is to share the Mama Truth Show with your loved ones and write a review on iTunes. Until next time, keep embracing the messiness and the magic of motherhood.